0: Welcome to Chip with Chip, I'm Chip Maxwell. I'm going to say this now about Wuhan virus while it still matters. Yes, Wuhan virus. I was using neutral terms, corona and COVID-19, until China tried to blame it on the US. That was after China denied, ignored, and covered up the initial outbreak and made a bad situation worse. So yes, Mr. President, Tattoo China with responsibility for this pandemic and don't let up. The lying commies running China don't care about their own people or any of the rest of us, and they deserve to have this pandemic hung around their collective neck. If a tsunami of Wuhan virus deaths breaks over the United States, I will look like a fool. That has never stopped me before. We risk death by driving. We know that driving will generate tens of thousands of deaths every year in America, and yet we do it. We balance safety against liberty and come out in favor of driving. We follow rules and exercise caution to safeguard ourselves and others as much as possible, but we have decided that the annual death toll is part of the price of freedom and exercising the array of civil rights we enjoy. We know that by going about our regular business from October to April, we will infect each other with the flu, generating tens of millions of infections and tens of thousands of deaths. Yet normally, we do not believe it is immoral or irresponsible to do it, just like we don't quit driving. We follow rules and exercise caution to safeguard ourselves and others as much as possible, but we have decided that the annual death toll is part of the price of freedom and exercising the array of civil rights we enjoy. Every year, the flu virus comes at us with multiple strains. Sometimes a particularly nasty one emerges. In 2009, swine flu infected 60 million in the U.S. and killed 18,000. It killed hundreds of thousands worldwide. There was no panic or shutdown perhaps because the flu kills a half million or so worldwide every season. Two years ago, 80,000 Americans died from the flu. If the flu season is seven months, that's about 380 per day, 11,400 per month. Not a ripple of social or political reaction. Wuhan virus spreads easily, but by creating panic... We drive patients to hospitals instead of having 99% ride it out at home, as is typical with flu viruses. Hospitals are overwhelmed and more staff than usual get sick as they are exposed to a virus for which there is no vaccine and no communal resistance built up yet. Absent the panic, people stay home and don't spread it to the hospital staff. If a typical flu season is 30 million infected, 600,000 hospitalized, and 30,000 deaths, is this some kind of super flu that will generate hundreds of millions of infections and hundreds of thousands of deaths? The president said 200,000 deaths are expected. The American Wuhan death rate straddles 2%. That's 20 times higher the typical death rate for the flu, 0.1%, but the Wuhan rate might be inflated. Some people with other health conditions are being counted as Wuhan victims if they had the Wuhan virus when they died. But the greater reason for an inflated death rate is that Wuhan virus already was in Nebraska and other states before it was detected and diagnosed. The first case here in Nebraska was missed by two doctors because they thought it was a typical flu virus. Hundreds of thousands of Chinese and Americans had traveled from China to the U.S. after the outbreak in China and before the shutdown of travel from China. I imagine millions of Americans have it or had it and don't realize it because they experienced no symptoms or thought they had the regular flu. They will not show up in the official records as Wuhan cases resolved without death. As I said, I will look like a fool if hundreds of thousands die from Wuhan virus. If it does not happen, I suppose the shutdown crowd will say, You're welcome. Thanks to us, thousands or millions of lives were saved. Maybe. Or maybe they are like people who, after a storm front moves through... Claim to have banished the clouds and brought out the sun. Maybe the Wuhan virus was going to hit us and do the usual damage of a new virus this season no matter what, and then subside. When the first flu death happens next flu season, especially if it's Wuhan or some new strain, will there be a cry for massive government intervention and societal shutdown and demonization of anyone who questions it? If that is the new normal, then I reject it. Actually, it doesn't matter what I think, because it won't be the norm for long. The country cannot continue on such terms. 10 million people have been thrown out of work so far, and the economy produced a staggering Third World Banana Republic economic growth rate of negative 23% GNP for the last quarter. Meanwhile, President Trump is bragging about enactment of record-setting emergency funding legislation. It's like a family with a $100,000 annual budget deciding to spend another $50,000 in one shot when the family already is $500,000 in debt. And there's talk on Capitol Hill of another raid on the Federal Treasury for more emergency aid. It will be tough enough to rebound from this economic shockwave. We can't do it again. But there will be pressure to do so. The Washington Post, not Rush Limbaugh or Breitbart or Fox News, the Washington Post, reported March 17th that Democratic political groups are mounting a major fundraising effort to slam President Trump for being weak and negligent in handling the Wuhan crisis. These are the same voices that called him a dictatorial racist for stopping flights from China in January. The pressure to act will be relentless because no politician wants to be held responsible for deaths due to his alleged failure to do something to save the people. Part of my wariness is from experience in the stem cell research debate. You are anti-science and are willing to let everyone die if you don't say yes to destroying human embryos for research. And then there's global warming. You are anti-science and are willing to let everyone die in 12 years if you don't say yes to global warming and embrace the Green New Deal. In both cases, the scientific truth is the opposite of what the alarmists claim, but scientists are bullied into adopting the alarmist position because they don't want to be attacked in the media, shunned at cocktail parties, and denied federal grants. I worry that scientific and medical people and institutions are being bullied on this one because they are afraid of repercussions if they challenge the noisemakers or of lawsuits if they are declared lax in their approach. So we shut down society and do serious, self-inflicted, unnecessary damage to the nation. I suppose the counter-argument is that we would be doing serious, self-inflicted, unnecessary damage to the nation by not shutting down. Well, that's a risk we will have to take next time because we can't do this shutdown protocol every flu season. I have heard the president, And other politicians use war rhetoric. We are at war with a deadly enemy. Some are calling this a 9-11 or Pearl Harbor moment. I think that's an insult to the victims and the legacies of those events. But let's play along. If we are at war with an enemy that threatens to wipe us out, and this is a generational moment of truth, then let's act like it. You go to war and risk death to preserve your way of life. Let's go to war with the Wuhan virus and risk death rather than cower in fear and live our lives as virtual prisoners under house arrest. Get back out there and start living again. Engage the virus, defeat it, and resume making America great again. There will be casualties as there are every flu season, but we will not let this enemy paralyze us into fearful surrender. Part of the reason I am so feisty is that this is the longest I have gone without receiving the body of Christ since I started receiving communion 50 years ago, and I don't like it. And my Catholic church had better not go along with this next time around. What? You would risk death for yourself and your family just to go to church and consume a wafer? Yes, is the answer to that question, but it's not even that dramatic. I would risk subjecting myself and my family to a virus from which 98% recover in order to practice the most important of all my civil liberties, my First Amendment right to practice my faith. And yes, I would risk infection to stay out in society and keep my family and America prosperous and strong and free. Otherwise, what's the point? Watch the American dream shrink and shrivel down to hunkering down in my quarantined home, wondering how the wealth and tax revenue will be generated so nanny government can give me subsidies to get by? No thank you. If age or a health condition makes you unusually vulnerable to the flu, stay undercover and out of harm's way. The rest of us need to stay out in circulation trample Wuhan and every other virus and carry on. Let's resolve right now that we are not doing this shutdown protocol next flu season. That's Check with Chip. I'm Chip Maxwell. Thank you for listening.